Welcome to another episode of the Harvest Profit Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about some thoughts that we have, that I have, on the situation that has presented itself over the last couple of weeks regarding a new farmland startup called Tillable. First, I'm going to tell you a story. If you're on Harvest Profit's email newsletter, you likely uh, saw the story that I'm going to talk about, and it's going to be quick. But I've developed a relationship with a really good software designer named Phil. I've had a few, uh, more than a few suboptimal experiences with software designers. We had uh, a good one in-house working for us full-time. We just didn't have enough work for him, unfortunately. I've tried hiring a few more on a contracting basis, and it just hasn't worked out. But I stumbled upon Phil... Uh, Phil it lives in Atlanta. Him and I have really, uh, we've really worked on a couple projects and I think he's done a great work. So we've built up a really good relationship and Phil was a freelance consultant and he went to work for a an agency. And so now the rate that we would pay to, to use Phil is considerably, it, it is very rich. It's actually $150 an hour. There's many places where you can get design talent for less than that. You can do crowdsource design. But I really love Phil's work. We've built up a, you know, a very light personal relationship. You know, he knows about my little bit about my family. I know about his family. And where I'm going with this is I'm impressed with Phil's work. We see eye to eye. We get along. I trust him. I respect him. I enjoy our conversations. And so if somebody came to me and showed me really great design work at $75 an hour, so half the price, I've just built up such trust and respect for Phil's work that I would not leave, our, I would not abandon our relationship that we've built for that monetary reason. Uh, there's just that long-term trust that we have built, and there's a lot more that goes into that software design than the bottom line cost. So Phil is a great asset to our business and I'm going to respect that even if it involves you know, paying what I think is top of market for the services that he provides. So where I'm going with this is there are a number of, let's call them farmland disruptors that are looking to disrupt the relationship that you have with your landlords. They'll tell you that they don't You know, they're not trying to put farms out of business, but, you know, disruption happens and, and, you know, sometimes there's victims of disruption. They're trying it inevitably. That's what's going to happen. If they're sending out unsolicited rent offers that are top of market for the most part, they are inevitably going to send an offer to a farmer who has, you know, let's say you're in Illinois and you farm 800 acres and you have 350 of it with one landlord. Well, if that 350 acre landlord decides to leave you for that tillable unsolicited rent offer, that is likely the difference between you being able to continue to farm full-time and you not being able to farm full-time. And so a lot of the discussion around this tillable situation has centered around data, data privacy. Were they accessing data from uh, from FieldView? 
Here at Harvest Profit, we're working on a FieldView API where we're going to allow our customers to pull their as-applied data, their as-harvested data from FieldView into Harvest Profit. There literally is no pipeline that can even send data from Harvest Profit back to FieldView. You know, if enough customers ask for that, we will build that. We will make it optional. Uh, you know, we'll ha- show people the code. We'll show people the logs if there's any any uh, privacy distrust, I guess you could say. And frankly, some of these APIs are quite difficult to work with. FieldView, their API is not something you just plug into and the data just starts streaming back to you. It needs to be interpreted. It needs to be transformed. It's like a a rough proprietary, it's it's a .dat file, uh, which is how you get that. And it's a pretty extensive endeavor to take that and turn it into actionable data. Uh, that What I'm talking about now is even more than I was even going to plan on getting into here. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the data privacy. You know, there's conspiracy theories. I'm not a big fan of conspiracy theories. Most of the, the vast majority of the most successful farms that I've worked with over the last 10 years, guys that have bulletproof balance sheets, profitable operations, Next to none of them spend time talking about how they're getting screwed over by the USDA or uh, you know, this and that conspiracy theory. Uh, there's a lot of things outside of the control of a farmer. There's no doubt about it. But I tend to think, you know, I tend to think that even though there has been some some very glaring uh, what do we what do I want to call it? Um, if you look at some of the some of the data points that have hit social media or hit other podcasts on how did this acreage discrepancy show up uh, in Tillable's offer, given that it was a you know a one-year situation where I planted less acres, or why did this field get a Tillable offer and that that was the only field that was that was hit with a FieldView um, equipped tractor? I just can't provide any any educated opinion, any knowledgeable opinion on the topic. Um, I'm going to err on the side of the seed company is not going to want to fracture their relationship over some API integration with a startup. Um, a seed and chemical customer is extraordinarily valuable, and it would blow my mind if they would ever think about fracturing that relationship over some sort of a, an illegal data sharing. So uh, that's my opinion on the matter. Uh, I have no... You know, there's literally no way to know if I'm if that's the right opinion or the wrong opinion. So I'm just going to leave that behind for now. But what I really want to focus on is the relationships that you can build with your landlords. These farmland disruptors, tillable included, are they're not going to go away. There's going to be more of them. There's going to be more, you know, more and more people coming off the farm and owning land. Uh, people that are divorced from the farm that one of their top couple priorities and maybe their top priority is the bottom line net dollar that they can get off their operation. But what I will say is I firmly believe that 90% or more of landowners value the relationship they have with their tenant. And so the way to combat, the way to win the battle against these people who are trying to mess up your operations, who are trying to rent land out from under you, is to do whatever you can to strengthen those relationships you have with your landlords. 
some ways that I've seen, you know, sending, you know, some personalized gifts, sending handwritten cards. Like how often do you get a handwritten note from anybody that you do business with? I would say next to never. I can't think of the last time that we received a handwritten note at Harvest Profit or myself personally from a business partner. A handwritten note, just you know, wishing them well and hoping things are going okay with their family. A farm newsletter is a great way to build up that relationship and you can talk specifically about what you're doing. So you can have a, a three-page farm newsletter on your farm as a whole and you can you know, maybe type up a paragraph or two on what you're seeing on the specific farmland that that landowner has and what you can, you know, ways that you could improve their land. Maybe there's an opportunity to, to do some drain tile or maybe you're looking at, you know, moving from, you know, broadcast fertilizer to um, deep banding because you know that more and more, environmental agencies are going to be cracking down on fertility placement of fertility and things that you can talk about that are specific to their land you know maybe you make a point that yourself or your employees take a picture every time they enter a field to plant or spray or harvest and you can include that in your newsletter Uh, you know hey steve landowner you know here's a picture of when we planted your you know the southwest 80 uh on May 17th, planting conditions were, you know, an eight out of 10. Or, you know, look at the mud, you know, this was a pretty muddy situation here and drain tile would really be great for this land. So we should talk about ways that we could help get that done, you know, maybe even pay for all of it, you know, things like that, build up that relationship. You know, here at Harvest Profit, we have the ability to track crop shares, multiple entities, input usage reports, application reports. You can track the profitability of certain fields, the profitability of certain landowners. And all of these reports are available to you in a PDF format. And so you can share those with your landlords. You can even you can even look at, you know, here was the profitability of my f- entire operation this year versus here was the profitability of just a specific landlord's field. Or maybe you pinpoint one field that has been a trouble spot and things that you can do to improve that. You know, if you said, hey, I could, you know, if we could turn this field around with some drain tile, um, if you pay for it, I could pay more rent. Or if I pay for it, you know, here's what we could do. And just start to show objective numbers. And we had a younger farmer who... He met with the landlord a couple years ago. The landlord wanted to raise the rent and he just had a report there that said, hey, I, even with a really great crop and pretty decent marketing, I broke even on your farm this year. Now is not the time, in my opinion, talking talking from the farmer's perspective, to be raising the rent. And they had an objective discussion. And so I think that was about a $15,000 decision and you know the, the younger farmer said, "Hey, there's one of two things here. If these yields keep up, and if and/or prices increase, I can probably afford to pay a little more rent. But I'd really appreciate the opportunity to, to let those two things play out, versus taking the risk of upping the rent now, speculatively planning on those things to come. And that was a way to minimize the." 
the emotions of it, the coffee shop nature of it, and just show the hard numbers and show the reality that farming, you know, one thing in farming, you know, from both a landlord perspective and a farmer perspective is looking at the costs related to farming for power, equipment, labor, you know, those overhead, they play such a huge role in the bottom line of a farm that oftentimes those things get minimized. Uh, The landlord doesn't know that, you know, if you have $2 million of equipment, that your annualized equipment expenses might be $300,000 to $500,000 a year. And so if you can start to show those to a landlord, it can really help transition conversations from emotions, rumors, what's the top of market rent? I heard Joe, you know, Joe Farmer down the road paid, you know, 20% more than what I'm getting. And you can start to have objective conversations. Is this going to prevent you from losing land if somebody comes offering $100 more per acre to your landlord? Likely not. But you can arm yourself to give yourself the best probability of maintaining those relationships. At Harvest Profit, one of the things that I like to say is we, you know, we're not focusing on certainties. We're not seeking out certainties. We're just focused on increasing the probability of success, whether that's doing some proactive grain marketing, um, managing your field by field profitability so you can you know, know when to pick up more land, make an educated decision on maybe you have to let a farm go, but also to keep your land base intact. Let's increase the probability of that. All the stuff I'm talking about isn't going to make it a certainty. It never will, but we want to increase the probability of solidifying those relationships and keeping you know, those long-term manufacturing plants in place because the contribution margin, the gross margin from those fields is very, very valuable to your bottom line. And that's really what our mission is about at Harvest Profit. I've had some conversations with some people involved with Tillable, and I frankly told them that, you know, one, I think you caught a little bit of a bad rap about this API situation. Um, I would like to think that there were no, there was no illegal data sharing, but I said, ultimately, these unsolicited rent offers are going to put farmers, some farmers out of business. And so our allegiance lies with the farmer. And at the end of the day, that's where we're at. So we want to give you the power to solidify those relationships, whether it's just through ideas like this, you know, sending out a farm newsletter, you don't have to pay us anything to do that. Sending out a handwritten card to a landlord involves no benefit to us, but we want to help you stay in business. And if you find the opportunity that you want to start sharing data focused reports with your landowners, we'd love your business at Harvest Profit. You can sign up for a free trial at harvestprofit.com. There's a couple try it free links and would love to, to help you win the battle against these farmland disruptors who are trying to trying hard to insert themselves in your relationships on your farm. And we want to help prevent that. Thank you.